This is Red Podcast number 207. I'm back in the IRS Scam Call Center, back with more big lessons that you can learn from something morally questionable. That's coming up. This is the Red Podcast, the marketing podcast for influencers. Rise above the noise. Expand your audience. Deliver impact. Here's your host, David Hooper. Damon John is coming to Nashville. He's got this in the mail. Star of ABC's hit reality show Shark Tank, Damon John is now bringing Damon John's Launch Academy to Nashville. Damon John is a pioneer entrepreneur, CEO, award-winning businessman, founder of a billion-dollar company, FUBU, and a shark on ABC's Shark Tank. Damon's marketing strategies and ability to build successful brands has made him a highly influential and sought-after consultant and motivational speaker today. The hell, that's not even written right. Damon's marketing strategies and ability to build successful brands has made him a highly influential and sought-after consultant and motivational speaker today. All right, well, that's making me question the whole event, but I'm going to Damon John's Launch Academy. Check out what I get. I got a special invitation here with a VIP gift package. I got a free MP3 player, free ebook, Perfecting Your Pitch, free ebook, second one, Stepping Up for Success, plus the first 100 callers to attend are registered to win a free iPad in our one of 20 iPad giveaway. Two days only. I've picked my date. I'm going. At this event, you'll learn how to utilize high-level entrepreneurial and leadership skills. Activate your own entrepreneurial plan of attack. Develop your professional networks through business management. Engage increased income and earning potential. Actuate your innovative business model. What the hell does that mean? Actuate. You ever talk to one of those people who says a lot of things and then you're at the end of the statement? Finally, when he gets to it and you're like, what the hell did this guy just say? Well, that's how I feel. My Launch Academy team will show you how to craft your entrepreneurial future and marketing strategy to ignite market responsiveness from critical customer segments from your field. Again, none of this means a thing. But still, Damon John, looking like a pimp on this special invitation, I'm going on the next episode of Red Podcast. I will let you know how it went. This is the Red Podcast, a podcast for influencers. If you're a blogger, podcaster, speaker, marketer, nonfiction author, or entrepreneur, basically, if you're a person with a message to spread and you want to make people care about it, this is the podcast for you. Red Podcast shows you how to do just that. Take your message and spread it. How? By making a name for yourself. And as a bonus, I'm going to show you how to make money doing it. The things I talk about, podcasting, book publishing, speaking, and other marketing elements of your business that you must master to grow and engage your audience. That's what RED stands for. Reach, expand, and develop your audience. You know, I imagine Damon John, as a billionaire business owner, when he needs to get paid, I think he uses fresh books, maybe. He'd be smart if he did. FreshBooks is a super intuitive interface that makes creating and sending invoices extremely simple. If you're a coach, if you're doing work where you've got to bill people, FreshBooks is the best way to do it. Your clients can pay online, which can seriously improve how quickly you get paid. All they do is click a button. The money goes straight from your client's credit card directly into your bank account. It's super easy. They ignore the invoice. FreshBooks sends them another one. They ignore that. FreshBooks sends them another one, like a collection agency. 
Keep sending them until you get paid. I love FreshBooks. It's a great way to invoice, a great way to get paid easily. And right now, FreshBooks is offering a free month of unrestricted use to all our listeners. Totally free right now. You don't even need a credit card for the trial. To claim your free month, go to freshbooks.com slash red and enter red in the how did you hear about us section. So the last episode, talked to a guy in an IRS call center, not the real IRS call center. This was a scam call center from Pakistan. Got a lot of feedback on that. Thank you very much for listening. And if you haven't listened to it, go to redpodcast.com slash 206. These guys working in these call centers, they are not what you think. And I've gotten a lot of feedback asking, was that a fluke? How many times did you have to call those call centers before you found a nice guy who would actually talk to you, a guy who felt guilty for scamming people out of money? Because these guys are making a lot of money. This one call center, about 50 people, twenty dollars to $30,000 a day. That is how much they're making. The big picture, this scam is making about $30 million. It's a big one. So here's the deal. I talked to two different people. Well, really three. If you remember from the last show, things didn't start out well with the female that I was talking to. And I asked this guy more or less the same questions. What was your training like? How did you get this job? What is it like working in this call center? Do you feel bad when you're making these calls? People cry. People are giving you their hard-earned money. Do you feel bad about that? Here's my conversation with that second person. It shows a little bit of a different perspective from somebody working in one of these IRS scam call centers. Can you hear me okay? Yes, I can hear you. I'm calling because I'm curious about your job. I'm not trying to get anybody in trouble, but I'm curious about the call center that you work in. Would you be willing to talk to me for a minute? All right. Can you tell me how the money works, like how you get paid? Are you, are you being paid via iTunes or are you being paid via MoneyGram? How does the money actually get to you? No, no, we get a salary. We don't get by MoneyGram or any coupon type. Do you get a bonus? Yes. How many people are in the call center with you? Around 60. 50? And ha- have you been there very long? Not much long. About three to four months. How successful are you? Like on an average day, how many times are you able to have success with getting somebody to give you iTunes gift certificates? A single person, not daily actually, but by a group about 60 people together, we collect about $22,000-$30,000 per day. Per day? And, and, yes, and you, you personally, how often do you have somebody say yes to your offer? Or uh, at least twice in a week. Twice or twice in a week. And do you work five days a week? Yes. And how long is your day? Ten hours. Ten hours work. So fifty hours a week. Yep. Do you like your job? Not quite that much. Okay. What do you like about it? What's the best part about it? Well, money is the best part about it. And what is the worst part about it? Getting bored of sitting on one place. Uh, so you uh, have to sit, sit there the entire time? Yep. How did you find out about this job? Well, one of my friends brought me over here. Okay. And your friend is making money doing this? Yep. 
How much money can you make doing this? Well, that's not limited, actually. It depends upon how much amount we give. Like, for example, right now I give you the amount of $7,000, and if you pay the $7,000, then the whole money will come to me. All right? You getting that? As much amount I pitch, I will get that much money. Does the boss take a percentage of it? Yep, he takes a percentage. Means uh, he gives us 0.75 percent, and the rest goes to the company and the uh, senior seniors of the company. Do you know who owns the company? No, no. And you work. You basically work on commission. Yep. Do you get paid via MoneyGram or? iTunes. How, how does somebody actually pay you money when you collect it? No, our boss. Our boss gives the money in her hand. That's it. Well, but it, when you talk to somebody in the United States, how do they transfer the money to your boss? iTunes. iTunes. Yep. Like if I gave you a fifty-dollar iTunes gift certificate, do you know how much he gets to keep of that? Does he sell it to a middleman or does he cash it in? How does that work? I don't know about that. I just work for you. I don't have the information about that. Can you tell me about your training? How they trained you to do this job? We just have to read a script in front of them to prove that we can read properly and we can communicate properly. After that, we can sit on the call. Do they change the script very often? No, no. We don't change the script. Were you scared to get on the call for the first time? Yep, that's obvious. Do you feel like you might get in trouble? No, not like that. Actually, I means、uh, if you're talking to someone new on a phone, then you you'll be nervous a bit. What country are you in? Well, I'm in Pakistan right now. Pakistan. Okay. Yep. And do you have a name? Yes. What is your name? Hi, I'm David. All right. Hi, David. Do your friends know that you work in this call center? Yep. Most of them. Do they work with you? Uh, no, not everyone. Not everyone is allowed by their parents. So I'm curious to know why somebody would not allow you to work in the call center. Well, because we are underage, or they don't allow night shift or something like that. So you're working night shift now? Yep. So if 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 it's day in the in U.S., then obviously it will be night in Pakistan, right? Right, right. What about the ethics? Do you feel bad about the work that you're doing, or do you feel okay with it? No. Well, actually, for me, only money matters. So I work for money, and that's what I get. What are you trying to use the money for? What do you mean, like? Well, are you trying to buy something? No, not like that. Actually, I'm just trying to run the house. That's it. Are you taking care of somebody?、Uh, yes, not 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 only me, my parents, my brothers. How old are you? Me, about nineteen. I'm just nineteen. Nineteen. How old are most、yes. of the people you work with? Well, the max is twenty-four or something like that, because no one is older than that over here. How old is the boss? He's old. He's he's about about fifty or so. Is he from Pakistan? Yup. Does he have a boss? Yeah, I don't know about him, but do you like it? Not that much actually. Getting bored right now. But does it pay well? 
Yep, it pays very good. How much money in U.S. dollars do you make per month? Well, in one month, only for me, it's uh, in uh, Pakistani currency, it's about thirty to 40000 And is that salary plus bonuses? Yes, plus bonuses. Can you tell me the name that you tell people your, like, American name? Yep. It's, uh, actually, I change my name every call I take, all right? Okay. I, every, every person I talk to, I change my name, so I don't keep a fixed name. How do you come up with the names? Well, I just see, I just go through my logs, all right? So if there's a, there's a call that I do previously, I take the person's name and some other person's surname. So I mix both and I say the name. That's it. When you call people, how do you get their numbers? They call us, right? They call us back, so we get the number. And we ask for the name and the date of birth, so that we can know how, how old the person is. And is there a different script for how old the person is? No, 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 nothing like that. The same That's script? That's upon us how old. Yep, just same script. How long are you on the phone before you have success with people? Well, uh, some calls take about one day, some about three, four hours. It's not fixed. It sounds exhausting. Yep, a lot. Are you in school? Junior college. What do you study? BA. Bachelor in Arts. What are you hoping to do with your BA? Well, actually, I haven't decided something yet. Is there anything else you want to say to people that are wondering about call centers in Pakistan? No, not not like that. Is there anything you want to say to me? Well, uh, if you want, uh, you can speak to one of my friends you were speaking to previously, the girl. So she may tell you something. Will you All tell right. her that it's okay to speak to me? Yeah, she wants to speak to you. She's okay. asking me from when. All right? Okay. Just a the girl. The girl wants to talk to me. You remember her from the last episode? That relationship started a little bit like this. See. I'll explain it to you in a very easy and a quick way. This is the 21st century. Do you know Google? I've heard of it, yeah. Yes, you can go ahead and surf on Google and you'll find all the possible answers of all the stupid questions you have, okay? So have a good day. Okay, so now she's making nice to me. She wants to chat. I'm okay with that. Here's my chat with the girl. Hello. Hey, how are you? I'm fine. How are you? I'm good. My name is David. Yeah, how are you doing, David? I'm good, and I'm curious about working in the call center. I'm not trying to get you in trouble. I'm just curious. Yeah, just curious. Okay. So what should I tell you? What do you want to know? I want to know about training, how long it took you to train to work in the call center. It just takes us almost one week. Okay. And have you been in the call center long? Um, almost two to three years now. Do you like it? Yeah, it fills my family's stomach, right? Oh, are you, are you taking care of your family? Yes. Do you have any kids? No. Are you taking care of your parents? Yes. Tell me about working in the call center. See, I'm just ask, answering your question. You tell me, what do you do? So much for her making nice with me. But in all seriousness, I ended up having a really great conversation with her, very similar to the others. There's no reason to repeat it here because it is so similar. The end results, like the others, we ended up actually swapping info, phone, Facebook. She wanted to use WhatsApp. I said, okay. And now we're friends. 
Here's how that ended. I hope you have a great day. Yes, you too. And take care of your wife, okay? Just give my regards to her. So not all bad, right? When you break through all the noise, all the walls we put up, people are just people. And I hope that these conversations that I've had with these guys shows you that people are just people, even when they're doing a job that ethically you may not agree with. I've got some more business lessons, some more thoughts to share with you from the IRS phone scam. Again, if you haven't heard the others, redpodcast.com slash 206 for that call. The first thing that I want to talk about is what I call something for nothing. If you listen to this guy, something that I think that this call center is doing right is that they're giving him a salary to get in and do the work. They want 50 hours a week out of him. They want him answering calls. They want him calling people back. They want him reading the script. And these guys that were employing him, they were not expecting something for nothing. They're giving him a salary. And on top of that, giving him a commission to motivate him to work a little bit harder. Earl Nightingale, this is the guy who invented motivational business type spoken word tapes, the founder of Nightingale Conan. He had a great quote about this. He said, a lot of people, they'll walk up to a stove and they'll demand heat, but they haven't yet put the wood in. I used to see this all the time when I was working with musicians. These guys would want a big stage. They'd want a big crowd. I said, Dave, you don't understand. If you just put me on a big stage, put me in front of a big audience, then I'm going to put on a good show. It doesn't work like that. You put on a good show, that's how you get the big audience. You want heat from an oven, heat from a stove, you put the wood in first. And if you want good work from an employee, you've got to provide the motivation. You've got to provide the money. You've got to provide the work environment. You've got to set these guys up to win. And that's something that this company is doing. Forget the ethics. These guys are hiring people that can do the job. And you heard him say this. The job is pretty much just reading a script. That's it. If you can read the script, you're in. But they're competent in doing that. And they're actually paying them. They're not only paying them when they have success. They're paying them for showing up. They're paying them for doing the work. And they're paying them to get better. People do not start out great. When you listen to Red Podcast right now, I hope what you're thinking is, yeah, that guy's pretty polished. But if you go back to the very beginnings of Red Podcast, go to redpodcast.com slash zero, redpodcast.com slash one, two. Go to the very first episodes that we did. Not very polished. And keep in mind that when I started Red Podcast, I had 10 years, a decade of broadcast radio experience. It takes time to get people up to speed. You do not get something for nothing. You do not get the heat out of the stove without putting the wood in. Way too many times we hire people, try to get them involved in our project. We say, yeah, you know, I'll pay you when we make money. When this thing gets investment, yeah, I'll pay you. I'll give you commission. I want you to show up. I want you to do all this work. When you finally make a sale, when I make money, that's when you'll make money. That doesn't say much about the belief in your business though, does it? If you really believe in your business, invest in the money yourself. And speaking of investment and investing in yourself, that's another thing that I see. All the time I get emails. Somebody's got a business. Oh, I've got a great idea. This is a million dollar idea. I just need you to invest money in it. Just need you to put time into it. I just need your consultancy, but I don't have enough money to pay you. Again, that doesn't say much about your belief in this business. If you believe in something, put some money behind it. Put some effort behind it. Don't expect me or anybody else 
to have a bigger belief in your business than you do. And when you don't put money behind it, that's not showing much of a belief. The second thing that he talks about that I think that these guys are doing right, it's what I call slack adjusters. He's doing two sales per week. The week is 50 hours long. He's there for 25 hours before he gets one sale. 25 hours. The big payoff makes it worth it though. And that's what I mean by slack adjustment. You've got the business equivalent of all this loose rope. It takes a big tug to tighten that up. That's what slack adjustment is. It's one big sale that makes all that work worth it. What does slack adjustment look like in your business? Is it a high-end consulting client, a high-ticket item, high-ticket product, high-ticket seminar? What would happen if you only sold two eBooks per week? That's not slack adjustment. Too often we concentrate on these low-end products. Oh, I'm just going to sell eBooks. On Amazon, an eBook pretty much tops out about 10 bucks. How many $10 products are you going to have to sell to make the living that you want? A lot. It is much easier for you to make the money that you want selling one $1,000 product than it is 50 $10 eBooks. You made twice as much money, you've done one fiftieth of the sales. But honestly, it's about the same amount of effort. If you're having trouble making the money that you want, you need a slack adjuster in there. You need to set up your business to where you don't need 50, 100, 1,000 sales per week. You just need a few. And you do that through a big ticket item. If you don't have one yet, get one. Big product, live seminar, coaching, mastermind group, something that you can charge a lot of money for. You're not going to make the money that you want with a $10 ebook. The third thing that I want to talk about, and this is throughout the call that you just heard. This is throughout the last episode, redpodcast.com slash 206. It's what I call the $3 per hour dilemma. This guy mentions his salary. He's making 30,000 to 40,000 Pakistani rupees per month. So let's split that right down the middle. 30,000 to 40,000 Pakistani rupees per month, about 35,000 Pakistani rupees per month. Or if you convert that to US dollars, 333 US dollars per month. That is the salary for this guy who's working 50 hours per week. Now that doesn't include commission, but what's the commission? Three quarters of 1%, 0.75% is what he said. So his base salary, $76.85 per week. Let's say he's having a really good week. The guy's making 100 bucks per week. 50-hour week, just a standard salary, $1.54 per hour. Well, $3 per hour, that doubles the money that he's making. Let me talk to you about my experience working with different people overseas. Worked with dozens of people like this, dozens of people in call centers, dozens of people doing the work that I'd hired this woman to do. What was that work? The type of work she was doing for me, it was document cleanup. I was scanning a lot of things. And the scanner, if you've ever used one, has OCR, which is basically converting a graphic to text. It's not perfect. She was doing some cleanup for me. I've worked with dozens of people just like her. Lots of the outsourcing sites that I've used over the years, they've since merged. They're under the brand called Upwork now. But before that, you may remember some of these sites if you've been in the outsourcing game for a long time. I was the number two buyer on Scriptlands, which is a programming site. You would hire people to do web work, apps, any kind of programming development. Well into the six figures on Elance, paid out tens of thousands of dollars on Elance. Had a similar situation on Odesk, which was great 
to find people. That's where I found this woman. And I've also done direct work. When I find somebody that's good, I cut out the middleman and I go directly to them. So I'm going to read you this letter. This is a woman that I hired full-time. She probably worked for me maybe a year, 18 months, two years. I can't remember exactly how long she worked for me, but she worked for me for several months. Here's a letter that she sent to me one time. And I'm going to read this letter verbatim because it shows the language barrier, what we were working with. But keep in mind that even with this, we are still able to get the job done. And the culture is a little bit interesting. She opens the letter with, Hi, Sir David. You are most welcome. I am very, very much happy today for this opportunity. Sir David, I just want to share this things to you, although it seems personal, but I just want you to know your company has really helped me a lot for my family and my siblings. I was been displaced February as a production supervisor of an automotive industry, which is due that the company decided to close the company. I've been searching job online and as very fortunate and accepted to do your project despite being new to Odesk and doesn't have experience in online job. I'm being honest. I have four jobs on Odesk. First is the research and business on North Queensland. I've been working with this client about one month, but due to his credit card expired, so Odesk hold the project. I've been emailed my client about the project, but I had no reply. I had another research job from an Australian client, but the last time I worked with him was last September. He said he has been busy with other things, but he is keeping me for his projects. He allotted me 14 hours per week, but until now, I still didn't get any updates with this project. My third project was Craigslist Poster. I have been working around one hour with this client since the assignment started. The reason is Craigslist required to have a verified U.S. phone number. My client told me he will take care of it, but until now, I didn't hear from him anymore despite my emails. I'm going to break into this for a minute and say that if you're familiar with Craigslist, what she's talking about is that to prevent people from posting ads on Craigslist, which is what she was doing. And again, I'm not getting into the ethics of this. She was posting ads on Craigslist for somebody. And to prevent that, Craigslist wanted a U.S. phone number to verify that the ad was legitimate. She was not able to provide that because she was not in the United States. The person hiring her to do this hadn't figured out a workaround for this. So he left her high and dry. So back to the letter. Your assignment is the only active in which I have devoted my time, and I am very, very glad for this opportunity. I can be a researcher. I know how to use Excel, PowerPoint. I am studying how to do SEO, some basic programming like HTML, CSS. I can also be virtual assistant. I have some knowledge about social media networking since I am a member of some of them. I am very much willing to be trained and very much love to continue working with your company. Thank you for this batch to do. Thank you very much. Ann. So Ann is being paid about $5 an hour. It's a simple job. She's just cleaning up some data. That's it. Didn't really need to know English. And don't let that scare you because if you remember the girl, the girl who came around finally after being so mean to me, she had pretty good English, right? Pretty witty. You could hire somebody like her. And if you're willing to pay her more than $1.54 an hour plus a little bit of commission, let's say more than $2 an hour, You can get somebody on the phone who knows English and can do what you need them to do for not a lot of money. Don't let this language barrier be an excuse for you getting something done that needs to be done. People don't need to speak the language nearly as much as you might think unless, one, you're getting them on the telephone, two, you're doing some kind of writing. But if you're doing some kind of data entry, SEO, some kind of task 
that has to be repeated again and again and again. It's easy to find somebody. It's easy to train them. It's possible to have success even with a language barrier. Here's some of the type of work that I'm talking about. Graphic design. The graphic design for Red Podcast, foreign labor. I don't know how well the guy knows English. Did a great job with Red Podcast. You go to my blog, 23hours.com, foreign labor. The last book that I wrote, Six Figure Musician, foreign labor. The new book that I've got coming out, already working with a graphic designer. She's from South America, speaks English okay, but it's not her first language. Graphic design is completely possible without somebody who's fluent in English. You've got data entry, you've got SEO, link building, programming. If you're into app programming, iPhone programming, language is not as important as you think that it is. Again, as long as you don't have these people on the phone, you're not having them write down anything, it's not bad. Do you need to verify it? Yeah, but you can get good labor for $5 an hour and $5 an hour Let's call it double what these guys are making in this IRS scam call center. If you really want to make a difference in somebody's life, you can do it for as little as $5 an hour. You take somebody out of a lower paying job, maybe it's a scam call center, maybe it's something else, and you give them a new lifestyle. These people are taking care of their families. You've just doubled their money. You are helping people to create a better life for themselves. Isn't that the American dream? You're spreading it. You're spreading the American dream across the world. And beyond that, if you're going to take somebody out of an IRS scam call center, you're helping Americans by having one less person to scam them. This is a huge game changer. You always hear entrepreneurs talking about giving back. Oh, I just want to give back. I just want to give back. And they do it by writing a check or they do it by posting something on a blog. But this is real change that I'm talking about. And this is real change that you can see. When I get a letter like the one that I read to you. No, the English isn't perfect, but this is a woman who lost her job in an automotive factory. She's in charge of the family, and this is keeping that family going. It's not costing me a thing. $5 an hour is nothing to somebody in the United States, but it's a lot of money to somebody in a country where $5 buys you a lot. So if you want to make a difference for yourself, if you want to make a difference in people's lives that you can see you want to make a difference in your business, this is a great opportunity to do it. 12 years ago, I hired a guy in India. He was doing some data entry work. He was actually collecting a database for me, putting a database together. This database ended up being worth tens of thousands of dollars. It was a very good investment for me. And I hired him through a company that I'd found online, one of these broker sites, Odesk, Elance, Upwork, a company like that. And usually here's how it works is there's a manager, a guy who speaks English very well, and he sets you up with a worker. Maybe that guy speaks English. Maybe he doesn't. And this guy does the translation for you. So this guy was the owner of the company. He was managing other workers. And the worker that I had, I really liked him. And I got an email a few months later. My worker had gone rogue, gone rogue. He said, I'm going out on my own. I think I can do this. I followed him. I was his first client. Next thing I know, this guy started his own call center. Next thing I know, because I'm friends with these guys on Facebook, you start seeing this guy make a little bit more and a little bit more and a little bit more money. His quality of living goes from working class to middle class to a luxury class. Pretty soon this guy's making real money. He's got ADT, the alarm company, and dozens of other clients hiring his call center to do their work for them. And if you need something done, I'm still in touch with this guy. He's got a lot of workers. He's a great manager. 
He's got a lot of very talented people when it comes to SEO, data entry, app programming, web programming. If you need a website, this guy can do it for you. I'd love to hook you up with him. You go directly through this guy. The money goes straight to him, straight to his people, straight to his community. And if you're interested in spreading the wealth around while growing your business, this is a great way to do it. I would love to connect you with him. At David Hooper is how to get in touch with me on Twitter. This is the real change that as an entrepreneur you are capable of. This is the real difference that you can make. Not just the bullshit that we see on Facebook or Instagram or a stupid quote that we tweet and hope everybody else will retweet it. This is the real deal and I can help you do that. This is not a stupid charity where the money goes to marketing or admin fees or the executives in charge and none of the money gets to the people that you're supposed to be helping. This is you to them, you directly. And if you want to do that, Reach out to me at David Hooper. I will hook you up with this guy. If you want to make a real change, that's how you can do it. Next on Red Podcast, Damon John's Launch Academy. I got the VIP tickets in my hand. Just got the text. Damon says, hey, man, hope to see you at the hotel ballroom tomorrow. We're starting at noon, be on time. We expect a lot of people there. Can't wait. And I can't wait to give you the play-by-play. Is Damon going to get me in there and have one of his guys give me a high-pitched seminar? Damn right he is. I got the play-by-play on the next episode of Red Podcast. You want that? Go to redpodcast.com. Subscribe, man. Stop picking and choosing the episodes that you want. Get them all. Redpodcast.com has them. If you click on the subscribe button, and I got three of them, one for iPhone, the other for Android, the other for however you get your podcast via an RSS feed, I will make sure that you never miss an episode of Red Podcast. Every single one, free of charge, delivered directly to you. Thank you so much for listening. If you've got questions, you've got comments, or you're ready to take the plunge, hire somebody, change a life. I'd love to set you up with that. At David Hooper on Twitter is how to get with me. Thanks for helping to build the Red community. And I'll see you next time on the next episode of Red Podcast. You've been listening to Red Podcast the marketing podcast for influencers. Never miss an episode. Subscribe now with your iPhone, Android, or via RSS at redpodcast.com.